if we want to charge 50K, if we want to scale our business to seven figures, if we want to do all of that, we have to embody the energetics. We have to be the person who does that. We have to be the person. And it has to come from this place of, well, this is just who I am and this is just how it is. And that's really what the energy of standard, as I like to call it, is about. My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for experts who want to be the unapologetic leader in their industry. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life, inside and out. It's time to take your influence, income, and impact to the level you know you're capable of. Are you ready to make a bigger difference and scale up? This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and today we're going to be talking about offers and mindset and magic and coaching and all of the good things. And I've invited Elizabeth Purvis to join me, who is a master offers and messaging strategist and also a metaphysical teacher for transformational leaders. She's the founder and CEO of Seven Figure Goddess, the premier business mentoring company for magicians, which is her name for coaches, healers, energy workers, and spiritual teachers wanting to bring their highest level work to the world by way of a high income and a high profit business. Welcome to the show, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for having me. It's really a pleasure to be here. Looking forward to this conversation because you talk a lot about high ticket offers, but there is just so much more. We had a really great conversation before we hit record around all of the, and, and we're not going to name them, but some of the bro marketers out there that talk about high ticket offers. And we're just like, it's not where it's at. It's not just <laughs> about, you know, pop some lipstick on a pig and put a high price on it and just pop it out into the world. It's not that at all. And it's not just about doing the work for, you know, to bring in the income. It's about doing this work that is our purpose and our life purpose in in what we're meant to be doing. But before we jump in, I'd love you to talk about how you wound up doing what you're doing because you've been doing this for 15 years which is internet years is a really long time it's a really long long time and it's it was really circuitous how i got here it's sort of it was definitely a a journey <laughs> to say the least and so i i have a background in computer science and i was a systems engineer in new york city for a decade before quitting, quitting what I lovingly refer to as my soul sucking job <laughs> um, to honor my calling. Like I didn't know, like I didn't set out to be like, okay, I'm going to go teach about offers and messaging and high end. Like that was not the plan. I had been working as a systems engineer for 10 years in New York in the digital alley, like did, you know, <laughs> yeah, Silicon Alley. Right. And uh, fixing computers and routers and putting networks together. And when I wasn't doing that, I was either studying magic, like studying with magicians in New York, or I was also in the comics industry. And I thought I was going to be a writer. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to write comics and you know, young adult novels. That was the plan. And I was going to put magic in the young adult novels and the comics. That was the plan. And I quit my job. <laughs> As, as all I good crashed. entrepreneurs do. <laughs> right. Like I compl- I quit completely cold turkey practically, which I would not recommend. Now, granted, this was in 2007. So there just wasn't a whole lot out there. There was like Michael Port's book. 
mm-hmm. you know, at the time and, uh, and Fabian's wonderful course. And like, there was just, wasn't a lot out there in Jesse and Charla, but I quit and, and I immediately crashed and burned. And there's a lot of stuff around that. Cause I didn't know how to get clients. I didn't know how to like actually make money. I was, I did have a, a job, like a, a side gig writing sales letters for metaphysical products. Mm-hmm. So I was writing like direct mail for crystal Merkabas and astrology reports. Oh, wow. And I, right. And I, but the thing is, is that I actually found that I loved it. Okay. And I was like, this is wild. And I started studying with all these direct response guys, because back then the bro marketer direct response guys, they were, they ruled the roost basically. They sure did. Yeah. And I was really taken aback by how many parallels I saw between copywriting and marketing and this idea of having an email list and sending an email and having money come back and magic. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this is really cool. (laughs) And from there, I found my way to coaching, right? Again, it was a circuitous route for about two years when I was really learning marketing. And I was, I wound up coaching metaphysical consultants. Cause that's all I wanted to do. Like the direct response guys were like, you need to write for real estate and you need to write for golf. And this, that, the other thing I'm like golf, like, no, right. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to teach astrologers how to make, you know, to go from $1,000 a month to $5,000 a month. And so uh-huh. I was doing that. And meanwhile, I was, you know, dwindling, going through my savings, doing all of this, you know, and, and going through my own kind of personal, how to, actually charge and sell your services journey. Mm -hmm. And I hit this wall and I was like, okay, I was living on credit cards. We blew through all of our savings. I was used to having a six figure salary. It was very destabilizing. And I got to this point, I was like, no, I'm not doing this. No way. And I set myself a manifestation experiment, as I like to call it. I said, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to make $50,000 this month. That's what I'm going to do. Make 50. Here I go. And I didn't, this was in 2009, the very beginning of 2009. And, and, and at that time, what were you making? That was starting from zero. That was oh, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The people that I was mentoring, I was like doing these sessions for like $300 a pop and my tarot and astrologers would go off and make five grand a month. And I mm-hmm. didn't know anything about packaging, charging any of that. I didn't know anything about selling back then, believe it or not there wasn't anything on high-end programs or there was barely anything about high-end programs. And there was barely anything about sales conversations. Mm -hmm. This is how far back it was. The direct response dudes were coaching me on how to have a sales conversation, (laughs) Mm. but I drew this line in the sand. I was inspired by the secret. I was like, I'm just, what number would blow your mind? Like Mm $50,000. And I didn't make that, but I made 20 grand in Mm -hmm. cash. And I was like, Holy smokes. And not only that, I was like, okay, wait a minute. All I have to do is put my stuff together, offer it to someone and invite them to buy it. Mm-hmm. Holy it smokes. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, this is incredible. This is wild. And then I did it again and again. And through that, I found high ticket. High ticket was coming online. And someone said to me, It was Nancy Marmalejo, actually, you know, she was like, you should bring high ticket to spiritual, but to the spiritual crowd. Mm -hmm. And I was one of the first to do that. And I had 
many, you know, I built a seven figure business and then shut it all down and built it up again. (laughs) But I really found this, like, you know, this intersection of magic and manifestation, which I'm super passionate about and marketing and really high ticket programs were the vehicle and messaging was the vehicle. And it's just evolved over time. There's been lots of stuff along the way. And I, I, after I shut my first business, you know, my first set of programs down, I spent a lot of time kicking out our manifesting and magic trainings, but I was called back to high end. I was like, I need to teach high end again, and I need to do it my way. And, you know, I, I decided I was going to teach people how to offer 50 K programs. And that kind of got me on the trajectory of what we do now which is teach folks how to offer, you know, 5k to 50k programs without webinars, launches, getting on the phone or any of that. So lots and lots of detours and lots of like different things, but it's, I believe that entrepreneurship is like the magical tool of all magical tools. You know, it's the, it's the magic wand. And I, I wanted to find my way of using the principles to actually create real outcomes in our lives and high ticket offers was kind of the vehicle for that and still is. Mm, I love that so much. Yeah. Now offers and messaging, that was something that just came up over and over and over in what you were talking about then. Yeah. Where does one even begin? Because what I find, and I'd love to know if you find the same thing with the people that you work with, is that they know so much stuff that it's like they're like right in the muddy weeds of trying to explain what it is. And like it's just... I've never met anyone that has a super clear crystal message that has managed to ex- extrapolate this themselves. It is, I think, one of the hardest, messiest parts of business. I'm so glad you named that. It really is. One of our team members, Marianne, who's our program delivery manager, she's like, you can't see the label on the jar from inside the jar. No, that's one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> Yeah, she uses that a lot. And it's really true. It's very difficult to see your own messaging entirely on your own. And because people get too close to it. And also, I want to really normalize our brains just set it up to make it really hard, Mm -hmm. right? Your brain wants to focus on you, not the other person, like a big piece of what we do, big piece of what we do. So we teach our clients how to, how to literally scale to high multi-six, like, you know, in the 758 range to a million dollar range without all the stuff that we're told we need without webinars, without sales calls or a sales team, without launch, like entirely organic traffic and really just on the basis of offers and messaging alone. And, you know, it's really hard to like, we were able to do that by optimizing the message itself so that we're down to like kind of the brass tax, so to speak of exactly what it is that people are getting. And if we're going to, if we're going to do that, if we're going to take, you know, the path, we like to say to our clients, you have to take all that time that you're invested in learning the tactics and the strategies and the, this and the, that, and turn it instead into focusing on your people and getting in their head and figuring out what they want and how they think and how they would say it. 
Mm. Years ago, Evan Pagan, who's one of my favorite, you know, business mentors and just mm-hmm. someone I admire a lot. And this was years and years ago. This was like, again, in that 2008, 2009 time, I heard him say on a call, he's like, you need to study your people more than you study success. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Cause all I'd heard at that time was like how we needed to up-level our mindset and study success and everything. Um, and I find that to be true. So, and it's, you know, our brains aren't set up to do that. Our brains are mm. set up to think about us and ourselves only. Our brains are set up to look at the doodads as we call them in your program, you know, yeah. like three CDs and a workbook. Like that's not your yeah. offer or your program, but that's, yeah. you know, so it's really hard to do it without guidance. Mm, I love that so much. Now, I think I've, well, actually, I don't think I know. I've gone a little bit out of, I guess, order here because really there was something that I saw on your website, which is that you help people flip the switch and embody the energy of a seven-figure transformational leader. And this obviously comes before really getting clear on that message yeah. I, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Tell us, tell us more about what is this switch that needs to be flipped? Yeah. Thank you for asking. So when I got started, so kind of to go back to my story, when I got started with all of this, I built out a program on high ticket programs that was aimed at beginners. I had a, you know, a year long program that we call goddess business school that was designed to get, you know, get coaches, healers, practitioners to six figures And then I shut that all down because it wasn't, I knew that I wasn't supposed to be, I know I'm going back a little bit, but this leads to the question, I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't supposed to be teaching that anymore. And I wasn't supposed to be, I was supposed to be working with leaders who were taking their work from six figures, multi-six figures. And plus I wanted to develop our manifestation training stuff. So I shut everything down and I started kicking out just basic manifesting, like not basic, but like really this is how manifesting works. And this is how you manifest predictably. And I really thought, right. Because when you asked me how I, when you asked me how I ended up here, it's a certain point early on in the journey, I got my marching orders and my marching orders are be a part of the movement to bring magic to the mainstream. Mm. So I thought, I thought that meant being Gabby Bernstein. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to build this manifesting course up to the, I'm going to be like, and Denise Stoffield Thomas and I are friends. And I'm like, I'm going to turn my manifesting course into Monday boot camp kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, she was like, go right ahead, you know? And, but I, what I discovered is like, I didn't want to do that at all. I actually discovered that I was quite miserable doing that because I wasn't coaching and I wasn't teaching high end. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I was like, all right. I basically got the idea to teach leaders how to offer 50 K programs, which is something that a lot of people had been asking me for, for years. How do you offer 50 K? How do you charge fees of 50 K and get it? And I was very excited to teach that. But then I realized very quickly that if I was going to help our clients charge that kind of money and get it, I had to figure out how to help them immediately bypass all of the wiggles and the wobble and uh, can I or can't I, there's a zillion rabbit holes that people go down. People love the idea of charging 50K, but when push comes to shove, you hit up against a lot of your upper limit and your ceiling and everything. And I'm like, okay, I have to 
I have to come up with a way to help people immediately shift out of that. What's it going to be? And that's when this idea of this framework called the standards dropped in. It's like, what if, if we want to scale our business, if we want to charge 50K, if we want to scale our business to seven figures, if we want to do all of that, we have to embody the energetics. We have to be the person who does that. We have to be the person. And it has to come from this place of, well, this is just who I am and this is just how it is. And that's really what the energy of standard, as I like to call it, is about, right? So our framework of the standards are 10 energies, 10 switches that you flip on. And for those of you who aren't familiar with with some of the, the frequency pieces of manifesting and how we create our reality, you probably heard that our vibration, you've heard about vibration and how it impacts your ability to manifest. The reason why is because whatever energy we're putting out into the field determines what we see back. It determines, mm. you know, what it's this the law of perpetual transmutation. It actually determines the opportunities that we see. Everything that we want is already here, but we can't see it if we're not really embodying the version of us that does it, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if we want to, uh, if we want to offer 50 K programs, we have to embody the version of us that offers 50 K programs in order to see the opportunities that are already there. And so we have to come from this place of what I, what I, you know, what was kind of gifted to me as I was doing this is that we have to be in this place of, well, it's already done. It's already here. This is how it is. And that's how it is. The first standard is just the divine, what I call the divine standard, thou art goddess. And so is everybody else. If we start from the place of, it just is that I'm good enough. It just is that I'm worthy enough. It just is that I can offer these programs. It just is that I'm a divine being. And so is everybody else, including my clients. Then immediately we go from this push pull. Can I, can't I, can I, is it okay? You know, to, well, this is just how it is. And then Mm -hmm. we have, so it's kind of like flipping a switch. And for our clients, it works really, very quickly. And it's purely a conscious mental hack. Like it's not going down the rabbit hole of like clearing out your stuff, you know, and all of, and, and give, you know, up leveling your unconscious beliefs and everything. It is a conscious awareness of this is already true. Mm -hmm. So the divine standard is one, the confidence standard is another, the abundance standard is another, the expectation standard. So with a confidence standard, I'm awesome. I can deliver this result. It just is. Abundance mm-hmm. standard. Abundance just is. Like the money's here. The clients are here. The 50K clients are here. People already want my thing. All of this is backed by universal law, right? All of us, I can rattle off the universal laws behind them all, yeah. but it just is. Yeah. Expectation standard. I just expect, we just expect our clients to do awesome. I expect awesome results. They expect awesome results. They get better results because they expect awesome results. Our expectation determines, you know, it just is. Yeah. And, and so yeah. on and so on. So when we talk about flipping the switches, it's like, these are different energies that we can switch on, turn on the energy of confidence, turn on the energy of money, impeccability, turn on the energy of transformation, turn on the energy of divine love. And those things together, you know, and they're just, it's a framework that was given to me, <laughs> right? But those things together really are, they have very practical things behind them too. Very practical things backing them up. Like if we, if we are embodying the confidence standard, then we do certain things. It's not just, you know, the activating the energy on the non-physical plane. Mm. It's how you actually are showing up 
And then that's mm. what, you know, that's what you're sending out into the field. And then that's met. And very, and that's very what's attracted to you. You know, right. when, when you think of people that are successful in business, anyone that you've ever been around, there is a certain energy of those people. It's a yeah. very different energy to people that are, oh, I'm a, I'm a bit afraid to charge more than $47 for my thing. It okay. complete, it's a different feeling being around those people. And so yeah. I think that there is not enough weight given to this topic in this is, this is a really important piece. Yeah. Our clients have gone just so I, I put the standards in this framework and this, this body of work into how to offer 50K programs program, which is called highest level transformation. And in highest level transformation now, we don't teach people how to offer 50K programs. We teach them how to sign up 20K clients without sales calls. So my the, the actual strategy pieces have evolved, but it, it's, you know, the invitation is that we're embodying a certain frequency and we're showing up in a certain way. Mm. And when our clients start to come from a place of confidence, they start to really get like not lip service, but really get like, mm-hmm. no, really, if I want to offer a 50 K program, the client is here and it's here now. Mm. Right. Which is the foundation of the abundance standard, which is the law of polarity. Like mm. I didn't make this up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And we exactly. can kind of, yeah. And we can kind of like be like, yeah, pay lip service to it. Or we can just choose to hold as true. Yeah. It's here now. And when we hold that as true, there's a certain vibration that we carry, you know? I love this so much. Love it, love it, love it. Now you yeah. talk, you're talking about high ticket offers, yeah. but you you talk also about the the front door offer or the seven oh, figure yeah. offer that leads into these high ticket offers. This yeah. is so intriguing to me. Can you tell me what this is about? Yeah, sure. Thank you. So there's a zillion ways to scale. So what we do is we we teach our leaders how to scale to high multi six and seven figures without a big marketing apparatus and without a sales team or getting on the phone. And a lot of our clients, they'll get their offers down and then they'll go bring the marketing apparatus back because they want to go past seven figures, right? But there's a zillion ways to scale to high multi six to six to seven figures. There's all mm-hmm. kinds of scaling methodologies, as I call it. Mm-hmm. And to me, one of the most important decisions you can make in your business is which way you're going to choose, right? And so what we noticed, what what I've noticed for years, right? So I've been, a again, I've been a business coach since 2008, and I have watched the industry embrace different scaling methodologies. When I was just getting started, it was all about live events. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to scale the seven figures, you had to get on the live event train, and there was a whole strategy behind that. Then PLF was on the scene and I adore PLF, but it's, there's a lot involved, right? And then yeah, there's it's huge. Yeah. And then there's webinar to sales call. There are all these different ways and through it all, my clients are like, we don't want to do any of that. Mm-hmm. We just want to work our, ma- we just want to do our stuff. I just want to do mm-hmm. my coaching and my healing. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to learn how to have a launch. I don't want to learn how to create a webinar. I'm not in like funnels now or the thing. Like I don't want to babysit a funnel all damn day. Mm -hmm, Like that's, mm -hmm. and that, that was a conversation that's, that I've been 
watching and dealing with and working with, with our clients all like for over a decade now. And so what I started to, to notice is that if we turn our offers, our actual programs, if we create programs that create incredible transformation and also double as an enrollment mechanism for our next thing. And if we have that, if we have these shorter term offers that are highly optimized, then we can basically get like create the income that we want to by spending most of our time actually delivering the service rather than having marketing as a second full-time job. Mm. So, and then I want to be clear. It's not that there's no marketing. There absolutely is marketing. Mm -hmm. Nobody gets out of marketing. Nobody gets out of selling. Like these are the things, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what the seven figure offer aims to do is to give you a, a way to create cash on the front end, serve people well, and easily create a pipeline with emails and posts of people that are right for your longer term commitments, people that are right for your 20K, you know, 10K, 15K, 20K offers. Mm. So that's what the seven figure offer is. And that's if people come work with us, that's the first thing we have them do is create that because then you you've are you've clearly articulated that you have a, a hot offer that practically sells itself while filling your pipeline for your for your bigger term things, all without webinars, launches are getting on the phone. I used to do not, I was the queen of launch until about 2017. Mm-hmm. And when I shut it all down, I was like, there's gotta be a better way than this. And mm-hmm. I, I taught it. I learned it. I've taught webinars. I've taught, you know, launches. I watched all these things going on and I'm like, there's gotta be a better way than this. Mm-hmm. And I got really clear that I wanted the better way. And when I made the decision that we were going to embrace the better way, here comes the guy, you know, who was my mentor on all of this. And you know, and we we filled our stuff. Like we just started. I just did my first live event last year for the first time in like over a decade. But for for four years, I I filled all of our programs with just emails and social media posts. Mm. Now you mentioned that when your clients work with you, they they always create the. Well, I don't know if you use the word always, which is what why I'm leading into this question yeah. that they create their seven figure offer first, but. Do you ever have people that work back from the high ticket offer and work back? Yeah, what we like. So usually we like to work with folks that already have like a 10K or 15K thing. Yep. Right. And if they do, they've been filling it usually with like a launch once a year, or they've been filling it kind of catch as catch can, or they've been doing a challenge or something to put people in it. We like to work with folks who already, and it's not required. Like if you don't have a 10K to 15K offer, it's not a big deal. What we like to do is show folks how to put more people in that without the big marketing apparatus. So if they have that, it's very simple for us to go in and go, okay, here's going to be our lead in. And you put 10, 12, 15 people in that at a time. And then, you know, for every cohort that you run until you create it evergreen, because you can totally create it evergreen, Right then, you know, one third to one half, some of our clients, 60 or 70% of their people go into the high, the high ticket thing. And it's yeah. just, or that, you know, the bigger, the bigger, longer thing. Cause the, the front door is, you know, 3k, 5k, 8k, something like that. Yeah, but it's yeah. just really efficient then because, you know, all of your marketing is leading to the, the bigger thing, but you're getting, instead of having a bunch of expense go out the door, you're getting paid essentially to, to fill these 
bigger programs. Totally. And you can do it with your clients. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. In my world, I teach my clients that that is a positioning program. And the idea is that it positions them to move on to the next step. So it's that same sort of thing. But what I found is that for some people, they will create that positioning program first and then the high ticket second. And sometimes that they'll create their high ticket first and then create their positioning programs second. Um, yeah. And I, I just was sort of interested in, in your take on that. Yeah. Yeah, we we get about half and half, you know, we have a lot of people that come in who are at that six figure to 200K and they've really gotten there by, for lack of a better word, throwing spaghetti against the wall. Although it's mm-hmm. not with that energy, it's really with the yeah, way. Yeah, totally. It's often like, okay, here was like round one of my transformation. <laughs> we have a lot of people who are ready to up-level their client base when they come to us. So they're like, I've been running these old programs and this is how I've been doing it but I need to offer the, you know, clients for the next level of person that I'm serving. We get a lot of that. Um, and in that case, they don't necessarily have the bigger ticket thing. And then sometimes we have people, you know, who have a 10 K or 15 K thing, and they want an alternative enrollment system. Mm-hmm. So we have about half and half what's really fascinating. And I know, I bet that this, you can, you know, you can speak to this really clearly too, is that when people create that the seven figure offer and they don't have the rest of it worked out, they get so much insight into what their bigger thing is going to be. Yeah. I don't, I still like, I just don't know how it works. To me, that's magic. Like they pick a six week, eight week, sometimes even one day or a VIP day or something. And they do that and they learn all that needs to go into their bigger thing. That's going to create mm-hmm. recurring income for them. hundred percent. I just love that. Like, that's like my favorite thing in the world is to watch that process, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that too. It's just, it's the, it's those times that you're like, this is why I love being a coach. Just seeing all that magic unfold. I just love it. I just, I, I, I joke because I mean, when I thought I was going to be, you know, blowing up this manifesting course and I was going to be the manifesting course that everyone bought, I was just like, but I'm not coaching. And I, Mm. and I was really taken aback. Like I'm in it for the breakthroughs, you know, I'm in it for the, like, Oh, I love the moment when with a message that's kind of like getting people in dribs and drabs. And then all of a sudden. And you see that genius in them and you're like, no, it's in there. And you just grab it and you're just like, yes, let's tease this out. Yeah. And then they start putting the language out. This is the, the thing that I just. I mean, I just can't get enough of is people start languaging their offers in a way where their, where their real magic is mapped to what their clients want. That's the disconnect. We're so in our stuff and we're so in our process and we're so in our like, you know, transformational leaders. I I can talk about two hour re-imprinting sessions all day long, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. talk about all that. But our clients just want to stop stress eating at two in the morning. Yeah. Right. Totally. So when we can start to, I just pull that out of my bum bum, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like when, we can, when we can start to map the magic to real specific symptoms and challenges and problems that people have, and then watch their people come out of the woodwork and start raising their hand and saying, yes, like it's just, it's so, I just love it. <laughs> Yeah, totally. 
Now you've mentioned yeah. multiple times that you do all of this without webinars, without funnels, without paid ads, without sales yeah. calls. Yeah. How do we bring the right people into our world? Yeah, it's awesome. Now I want to be, again, I want to be clear. So this is the order of operations when we work with someone. We start with someone's current audience. There's always people in your audience, even if you're up-leveling your client base. There's always, 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 always people in your audience. So you're talking social media, you're talking email lists. Yeah, we're talking social media and email. We're big email fans. My my mentor who who is, you know, influenced a lot of this heavily is a man named Travis Sago. And he's one of the greatest living email copywriters, in my opinion, and is known as such in those circles. So he used to do this entirely over email and on Usenet. Wowzers. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, message boards and 2003 Uh and uh stuff like that, you know, so email is sort of our preferred. So whoever's in your current audience and, you know, it can be small. A lot of our clients have audience size between email and social of like 2000 or 3000 people total. But we start with that. We start with that and with the right messaging, with the right offer to, you know, offer and message to market match, so to speak. And when you have that language down, people will come out of your, come out of the woodwork. Right. And Mm. then you have to fill your pipeline. After that, you have to fill your pipeline. So we, you know, you can't, this is another thing. And this is something I noticed, and I'm sure you noticed it too, because you um, help folks with a similar thing is like, people will go through their warm market and then they'll wonder why it stops working. It's like, you have to get front of new people. So we use, you know, organic methods to get in front of new people, lead magnet to podcasts like this one or speaking opportunities or call swaps. Like you don't need a ton of people. Mm. You really don't. Like you can make seven figures with an audience of gosh, 3000, 4000, mm-hmm, 5000, mm-hmm. if your message is right on, totally. you just need to be bringing people, you need to be bringing people into your pipeline on a regular basis, but you don't need a whole lot. So if you're doing that, and this is the other part of kind of the magic behind what makes everything that we do go is the nurturing in the middle. So this mm-hmm. is another place where, you know, in other strategies and other, you know, scaling methodologies, all the emphasis is on getting that conversion right at the beginning, right? Get mm-hmm. the hand mm-hmm. raised, get on the sales call, do the launch, get people into your thing. And where we put a lot of focus is what happens in the marketing between all of that. And if you're bringing people into your world and you're putting out regular content, two or three posts a week that are effective and are speaking to the right things, well, then you're always going to have people in your pipeline. You're going to always be able to put three, four, five, six, seven, eight people in a front door pretty much anytime you want. So that's kind mm-hmm. of the the system that we like to, to set up so that leaders always have a full pipeline and can put people in their programs whenever they want. Yeah. I like that we unpacked that because I think so many people hear the, oh, you know, without sales calls or webinars and they think, oh, cool. You know, like all these people are just going to reach out, but we still need to be able to curate that network. We still need to be inviting new people in all the time. Otherwise there's yeah. no one there to hear that message that we're sharing. Um, That's exactly right. And you have to be, you do have to be messaging. Like, do you need to post on social every day? No. And I can tell you that there's, of course, there's different content systems, but our, you know, if I have a, cause I'm just like everybody else, like I'm 
do I'm delivering service. I'm training our team. I'm doing things that are not marketing and selling. And so I'll not, I'll go a couple of weeks without putting out a lot of emails mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the Facebook group will kind of go dormant a little bit, but I can get people from, I can get, you know, a container from no one's paying attention to everyone's paying attention with like three or four messages mm. because of the kind of content that we put out. So it's really, really efficient when you, you know, it's not about being in front of people every single day. Of course, if you, if you send more email and you make more offers, you are going to get more hands raised. Mm. Absolutely. (laughs) Right. But it's not necessarily about like perfect content every day, Instagram pictures of you in front of the Eiffel tower with a scone or whatever. It's not. cracks me up because I knew just yesterday I was saying to my husband it's just so bizarre to me that people feel like that they need to only share their travel pics you know like you don't you don't see them like for ages and ages and then all of a sudden they're having the you know the best vacation of their life in the most romantic places and it just it it cracks me up that you mentioned it because we were just talking about it yesterday and i believe me i like a good old high-end photo shoot like the next like don't get me wrong but that's not what sells your stuff i mean we could have a whole like other conversation about this there's a lot of content frameworks out there there's a lot of ways to put content out there there are certain there are, and people are, we have a lot of our clients or people who, when they come into our world are pumping out content and are why they're wondering why they're not making sales. Well, mm. I can tell you why you're not making sales and I can, you know, help you create content that gets people raising their hand pretty much immediately. And mm. it can work that fast because of the right things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. The good thing is if you are posting, you know, pictures of your cat mittens and Eiffel tower picks and stuff, people are paying attention. People, totally. in your, people in your world are waiting for you to step up basically. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. say that with love. They're waiting for you to say something that matches and meets their need. Mm-hmm. And when you do, they're going to raise their hand and you can tell you have a conversation with them over DM or sales call. And when we're having people validate their messaging, people still got on the phone, you know, they'll say yes. Mm, totally 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 um Mm -hmm. i just want to go back and add please post your vacation photos i live vicariously through everyone's vacations that's not what i was saying at all please i want to see i want to see it all i want to see the world in my social media it's awesome (laughs) yeah absolutely and it's an important part they're an important part of who we are and being seen, you know, it's really absolutely. Important it's just it's just part the of the picture, not the entire yeah. picture. That's exactly. where I was going with that. Elizabeth, I know that you've got a free resource to share with our listeners that have loved this conversation. I'd love you to share a little bit about what that is. Yeah, thank you. So I wrote a book about our energetics, <laughs> about the energetic side of this, as I was telling you before. It's called Seven Figure Goddess, Making the Leap from Six to Seven in Two Years or Less. And it's got our whole framework of who you need to be and how to actually embody the energy of someone who gets paid 50K for a program, someone who scales to seven figures. And I put all of that into the book and you can get it at our website, Seven Figure Goddess. And that's a great, it's a great entry point into what what we do in our, in our bigger philosophy behind, behind what we do. 
Mm, I love that so much. And in case you didn't catch that because you were on the treadmill at the gym, just head over to influencedbydesignpodcast.com. And as always, all of the links for uh, connecting with Elizabeth and getting that free resource will be over there. Elizabeth, I have loved this conversation so much. But I I would love you to share just like one thing with our listeners. If there's one thing you want them to leave today with, what would that be? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot I can say. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll just share kind of what's been top of mind recently for us. Your people want what you have. I'm going to say that. That's what I want to share. That's what I want people to get, especially now. No, sort of the back channel conversation is sales are slowing down, you know, and like mm-hmm. people aren't buying as much and da, da, da. People want what you have. What they're inviting you to do is language what you have in such a way so that it meets what's going on in their brain, you know? Mm-hmm. And when we're able to do that, that gap, is closed very, very quickly. And so in order to do that, we get to get out of our perspective and how we see it and into their perspective and how they see it. And to me, that's some of the juiciest work we can do because that's all about connection. It's all about aligning with our divine clients and connecting with them and being able to serve and support them. And I would invite anyone who does feel kind of like, ah, these programs are so hard to sell. No one wants what I have. I would just invite you to, to know, like, without a doubt that people want what you have. You would not be offering what you are offering if there weren't people already out there who want it and are waiting for it. And it's just a tiny bit of a disconnect in the language. And if you put a little bit of thought, energy, and attention to closing that gap, you will get, you'll have so much business. You won't know what to do with yourself. Mm. Love it so much. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for sharing everything you have today. It's been a beautiful conversation. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.